If you're the kind of dad who has appointed himself the principal of his homeschool, but your wife says, uh-uh, you're vice principal, then this is the podcast for you. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Information about children with this disease is limited, but they are known to have had mild symptoms. Many organizations are responding accordingly, depending upon their area. It's best to stay home and away from others, especially when sick, and continue following healthy hand wash guidelines, covering mouth and nose and not touching your face or high-touch surfaces. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces regularly, and for more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. We are the podcast celebrating suburban dad life, and we are Dad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. flattening the curve by conducting this episode, which is called The Gospel According to Dad by way of Zoom. And if you're going to be talking about flattening the curve, well, flattening and curves, there's really only one person you could be talking about, and that is Coach Randy. Hello, Coach Randy. How are you? Uh, I am going to do my best to flatten my curve. Um, I'm not sure about you. We got lots to cover uh, this week. But my kids discovered uh, all of our old pictures. As you know, we're sitting in the house, uh, and we're, 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 we're running out of things to do. <laughs> We're going into the vault, right? The photo yes. album. Uh, and so Mi- Michaela was looking at our wedding album yesterday where I look at myself, I'm like, wow, I put on some weight. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot more hair than yes. going in the front of the forehead. Right? Yes. And, and, and she's like, wow, mommy's hair used to be so brown, right? <laughs> and so what happened is I realized I had all these old pictures before they were digital. And so we started going through uh, some of these pictures that uh, we used to do. That was a thing. We had pictures on four by six pieces of paper and just stacks of them and just started going through them. And uh, Jessa found some really old things of her brother, Jordan, um, that he shared online and took pictures. Uh, so it was actually uh, a nice thing. I mean, even though, yes, I'm going to flatten my curve over the next few weeks. Uh, I'm not sure about you, but that was uh, one of the funny moments of our, our homeschooling. Uh, mm-hmm. So, and how about you and flattening the curve? Yeah, I got to tell you something. You know, there are going to be people 20 years from now that say, I lived through COVID and it was hard. And I got to tell you, coach, it's really not that hard. Yeah. If you're going to have a pandemic, have it now in the Now's age the of the internet, <laughs> yes. streaming, Amazon trucks. I mean, there's more Amazon trucks on the road than any other vehicle. I can tell you that. Well, thank goodness they're still, they're still doing their job. They yeah. are considered and essential. They're doing a great job. Uh, they're not delivering any hand sanitizer, but they're delivering other stuff. I don't know, maybe photo albums. But uh, yeah, no, we uh, we decided to order uh, some puzzles and some yes. games. Yeah, so a lot of that stuff, a lot of the bricks and mortar yes. type of entertainment. And you know, yes. I'll tell you, the other Xbox is keeping my son socialized, and of course, FaceTime is keeping my daughter socialized. And and those in times like these are very very positive. But yesterday. I took a drive with the kids just because we had to get out of the house and yes. we want to see how, how the rest of the world was doing. And <laughs> I could, the, the, the Chick-fil-A in our area, all yeah. right? And when I say in our area, it's 10 miles away from I was going to say, where, where where's Chick-fil-A in no. West Orange? <laughs> so no, it's in, it's in Morris Plain. So you drive yes. by the Chick-fil-A, 
there are two drive through lanes about a quarter mile deep. <laughs> yeah. it, it's like it's like inspection at the DMV yes. on a Saturday yes. morning, yes. right? No one's getting yeah. their cars inspected, but they are getting yeah. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And they, they, they send out associates yes. to take orders on an iPad 10 cars deep. So let me tell yeah. you something. Yeah. Yes, the pandemic is horrible. Yeah. I know that the numbers are rising. Yeah. But if you have to quarantine yourself, the year 2020, with yeah. all of the amenities that we have, is not a horrible time to do it. And, and as far as keeping busy in the house, you know, my, my daughter is um, essentially rehearsing for an interview for a scholarship for a, a team tour for the summer. Hopefully it goes on and hopefully social yeah. distancing. We're, 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 hope, we're hoping that uh, the summer camp programs goes yep. well. And then uh, my son, Aiden, you know, in addition to the, the drumming, he's been practicing golf with practice golf balls in the basement, but he's also going through the old toy boxes to see, you know, what what can I possibly use to entertain myself? And he's been doing these trick golf shots with yes. old Hot Wheels tracks. It's like <laughs> a Rube Goldberg yes, kind of yes. invention where yes. you know, he'll, he'll putt and then the ball will go down the stairs on the Hot Wheels track. It'll knock into a car, which will knock into another golf ball, which will go down another oh, flight of stairs. Yes. So, hey, look, you know, the, the kids are being a lot more inventive oh, that's uh, nice. because, yeah. uh, you know, what do they say? Uh, Invention is the mother of necessity. No, desperation, desperation, desperate times create desperate measures. And so mm -hmm. uh, uh, we didn't grow up with these amenities. And I actually uh, am teaching my kids Frisbee golf. Oh, we're going okay. to play Frisbee golf. Uh, but I do have to admit that with the state of New Jersey such, you know, shuts down, which we now are in, mm -hmm. uh, which I, I get, I'm fine. I'm happy. My, my family's good. Uh, we've been here at home now for seven days. Uh, I love the fact that they believe liquor stores are, are essential business to remain, to remain open. So I think as long as our liquor stores remain open, I think parents uh, have have a future of being homeschool teachers and principals. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to get through it, adult medicine. And, you know, I was thinking about liquor stores being essential. Like what else does a liquor store sell other than, you know, beer, wine, and, and, and booze, other booze. Yeah. And, you know, some of the liquor stores that I frequent – you know, they do have candy. There is a food section. There is water. There's sodas. So hey, you can get a cigar. You can make a case. You can make. You a get case. a cigar. <laughs> yes, and and who doesn't need a cigar? I think I need an exploding cigar at this point. But so yes, we uh, we're living in very interesting times, and uh, just happy to be here. We have a great show, don't we? But before we, we get to the show, very, right? A yeah, very musical show, and you know, yes, we're talking about COVID and how COVID nineteen affects people of all different walks of life and all dads of different walks of life, but a very musical show. We're going to have the great Carl Brister on, R&B and gospel artist. He's also a teacher, so this is affecting him directly in his, his everyday profession. And our old friend Jason Gianni from season one. Yes. Uh, you might remember that episode, Rada Dad Dad. So he's going to come back on the program. We're going to do three questions, three on-the-spot questions with him, but we're also going to talk about how he has readjusted his profession in offering online drum lessons. So, you know, musicians are entrepreneurs to the nth degree, and we're going to see how they're working through COVID, but also take our mind off of COVID a little bit and you know, cover some, some positive messages just to serve as a distraction. Yes. But I got to tell you, Coach, you know who the antidote is for uh, the virus of lousy marketing and graphic design? You know, I was going to ask you a question. You literally knew what I was thinking, which is a, because, a brain coach, because we are miles apart. Uh, we are uh, literally at different sides of West Orange. And you were thinking what I was thinking. 
So how do you do that? Same wavelength, man. All right. So you know what you We've need? We've been doing this enough times that exactly. we know the pattern. <laughs> we can fill each other's sentences. Yes. We're talking Berman branding, right? A Becky Berman, Berman CS. Becky Berman, right? A Berman branding of BermanCS.com. And here's the thing. There are so many people home thinking to themselves, I actually don't mind being at home. It would actually be kind of nice to work from home. You know what I could probably do? I could probably start a business from home. And now what you do is you think about that idea or maybe do a side hustle because now we're all desperate for some extra income. You call up Becky Berman, bermancs.com. She's right there for you. She will help you. Website, logo design, you name it. Don't go anyplace else. Go to Berman Branding, bermancs.com. She was the one, of course, who designed our logo, Bone Daddy, which you can find on the keychain that opens bottles and opens doors. And you can see it on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, at Bad to the Dad. And of course, our website, badtothedad.com, and even Facebook, because everyone's on Facebook, downloading the memes. The memes are funny. <laughs> with, <laughs> there are keep, some funny keeping memes, Keeping everybody yeah. connected. Yes. Uh, our Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash bad to the dad. You know, as you're, as you're talking, I'm thinking about, we've always recorded from the den, mm-hmm. right? And so I'm still in the den, right? So I'm recording from the den, but uh, we need to tell our listeners, you're recording from some other place. What do we call your, your place? What is your room? Um, I think we should call it the fallout shelter because <laughs> I, I have, I have the an, shelter. An, All right. Yes. Well, I, I've got a semi-finished basement. There are walls yeah. up, there's carpeting down, there's a ceiling above my head, but it's essentially a glorified storage facility. And we haven't decorated it yet. I haven't made it my own office simply because this is the place where my son and his friends come down and they're essentially throwing balls off the wall and banging into mm. each other. And I, I don't want to have, I don't want to have too much decor and I don't want to have, you know, too many, too many things that are going to be important to my business because they'll ultimately get broken. Yeah. You know, so, but here's what I'm thinking. I, I love our den. I think I want to call your place the cave. It definitely feels like a cave. It's, it's chilly down here and it's a little <laughs> right, dark. Right. So we're but coming to you live from the den and the cave, right? Den and the cave. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, dads, especially, you know, men who have a man cave in their basement can appreciate it. So yes, the cave works. All right. So we got it. We have a new introduction to our show today, ladies and gentlemen uh, and listeners. Welcome from Coach Randy, Adam D from the den and the cave. <laughs> and if the den is ever under duress, you're welcome to come over here to the cave so we can well, we record might, our show. As long as we, we get permission. Uh, so good week. I mean, you talked about a few things. You had a solid week. It's been a crazy week, Adam D. I mean, we have seen our lives go from normalcy to complete lunacy. Um, yeah, it's it's a different kind of zero to 60. It's yeah. more like a zero to 75 uh, for, for somebody like myself. So I am uh, still working. I'm working from home. Yeah. But, you know, the business that I'm in is nursing. Yeah. So, you know, we are uh, what I would say is betwixt and between because we are trying to determine up to the minute what is essential and what is non-essential personnel. Yeah. So I am non-essential personnel as far as coming into the office because I'm not a clinician. I'm not yeah, a You're not a frontline staff person. Yeah. Right. And I got to tell you, I, I have to salute and give nothing but sincere praise and applause to all of the healthcare workers out there who are working in the ER, now they call it the, the ED, the emergency department, because it's yeah. not just one room. Yeah. Um, you know, our, our home health and, and hospice nurses, because look, every time they go into somebody's house, they don't know 
what they're getting into. They could be coming into a COVID case. They could be coming into just a, a normal revisit just to see how the, the person's doing and, and, and having to review a chart. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of hearing all of this from my dining room table. Yes. Um, I do have- Your boardroom. <laughs> my, yeah, my, exactly. I do have registered nurses on staff on my team. Yeah. And uh, I was talking to one of them yesterday and she said, look, um, I have a lot of jobs right now. I'm on this COVID-19 task force and I'm seeing patients. Uh, and she also helps to manage a residency program, a home health nurse residency program with me. And she's like, you know, how do we prioritize? And I said, well, don't worry about the residency program because that's um, an important function, but it's a non-essential function as okay. we're trying to keep up with all sure. of the, the COVID news. But one thing that she left me with before she hung up is this. She said, I got to tell you, I'm really proud to be a home health nurse during this period. And I have a daughter and she's really young. I think she's under two or just about two. And she's not at the age right now where she's realizing kind of what the, the gravity of what's happening. So I, I can't wait till she's a little older and this thing is done. Yeah. And I can go back with stories sure. and tell her what mommy did mm -hmm. during the COVID-19 months and how she helped people and reach patients, patients who, who are in dire need of healthcare services. And I, that really put it in perspective for me that um, th these folks are almost like soldiers. Well, good. Well, the, these are our modern day heroes. I mean, yeah. many of us do remember 9-11 and what was going on and the heroes that were going around, uh, the frontline staff, the health workers, the aides, uh, the people at the gas stations, people at the grocery stores that really are coming in with the potential risk, allowing us to live our lives. Those are our today's heroes. I mean, for me and, and my week, uh, you know, my wife's an educator. Uh, and mm -hmm. uh, I cannot begin to tell you what teachers have had to go through and what I've watched my wife, Jessica, go through. So mad props to her uh, in terms of turning around literally within a 48-hour period, in many cases, of going from we're in school seeing kids to having to convert everything into an online experience. Literally overnight when most teachers are trained and their students are all in person, especially kindergarten, first grade, third, fifth, middle school. Uh, I hope that we have a renewed interest and certainly appreciation for educators uh, because what they did and what they have gone through was amazing. You know, in, in our family, uh, we've chosen, <laughs> we, we have a routine. We, we get up, we, uh, what I happen to love is the fact that we now have dinner together. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, we, we used to strive to have dinner together as often as possible but it was always something, always some kind of meeting. I was working. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm out over 45 workshops and presentations uh, because of March mm. and April. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, in a few seconds, you, you're live. I'm going to do a little uh, uh, selfish uh, grandizing and promotion. Um, but um, it is incredible that uh, we now have this time. And so my, my youngest, Bree, said, Dad, are we going to really have dinner together every night? <laughs> And I'm like, Coach, yes. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how your dog is feeling, but yes. my dog is like, what, why am I taking seven walks a day? <laughs> exactly. I've never really, walked this way. I've got, I've got no more poo to give. <laughs> I, I keep, keep taking me out there. I'm like a three dog. I'm a three walk minimum dog. Exactly. I've got, no more, I've, I've got no more pee left. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get you know, out of the house. You know, so we, we do have routines, things like that. Uh, there is a renewed appreciation. Um, uh, we've done some fun things. You know, obviously, we've done some TikToks. Uh, we, we actually have some nights or, or movie nights uh, mm -hmm. 
We're going to do some game nights. Uh, today, the kids want me to do a scavenger hunt around the house. Um, so um, it's been a really interesting week, and I think our guest today will help remind us. Um, and do I have a second to self-promote? Would you be okay with that? 100%. Let's do it. Uh, let's have dads help other dads and, and, and other families uh, continue to make money in this trying time. You know, so thanks, Adam D. You, you know what I've been going through, and I appreciate sure. your constant text messages and calls because uh, my livelihood, I, I'm one of those kind of uh, Americans that has a kind of an untraditional kind of job. Yes, I'm a professor and I teach classes, but I also do my own business with clients, and most importantly, I speak. You're a gig uh, economist. You know, so, uh, and all my workshops are canceled, and I, uh, it was going to be my best March and April in, his, in like five, six years uh, in history. And now, for the most part, I will not be able to recoup that money. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's a little bit freaky uh, because, as you know, we do things to make our living and uh, pay our bills. And so we're good until the end of June because the teaching money's there. But the money I made in March and April always lasted through the summer. So I'm going to uh, provide some webinars for parents. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to uh, all these dads. Uh, it's going to be a dad vice. Uh, on steroids uh, with, with Coach Randy in terms of those who have kids home that are middle school aged and those who have teens home that are doing it. And the other one is for parents with college kids coming back home. Uh, and then I'm going to promote different kind of uh, character ed experiences for some of those kids who are coming back from college um, that are, might be juniors uh, and seniors uh, that aren't getting the support from the colleges called uh, – uh, uh, called Career Jumpstart. So I'm going to help them work on resumes, right. help them work on networking skills because this group of seniors would be looking for jobs right now. Mm -hmm. And the big fear is with nobody hiring, this might be the very first generation of seniors who literally might not graduate with many jobs. Uh, and so that's a whole other issues that parents have to deal with. Uh, so a little self-promotion. So be on the lookout for webinars by Coach Randy. It'll be some of my bread and butter and hopefully – I'm going to price it really low. I mean, normally I'd price it higher. I'm going to price it uh, low. The first for one for parents, I'm going to just do as uh, free because uh, yeah. I think that's important information. But the other stuff, I'm hoping that maybe a parent will take a risk and give me a few hundred dollars just so I can get 10, 10, 15 kids and I can help survive and take care of my family to help kids in the long run. So uh, thanks. Great for coach. Me. Yeah. So, thanks. Thanks for offering that. And if I may piggyback on that uh, now I'm, I'm working. So I have, uh, the blessing of, of earning a paycheck through uh, an organization. So what I'm going to do is, I know you, you do it for the for the kids because team coaching is is your shtick. So for those um, adults who are in transition or um, are you know completely out of work and need to uh, hit the reset button, I am happy to offer a direct one-on-one -on -one strategy around uh, you know finding a new job. Uh, you know, using all of the, the digital resources as well as the offline resources, uh, resume review, and how we can beef up your resume to give you a competitive advantage so you can stand out from the crowd. Uh, you know, please contact me through Bad to the Dad. My whole background is in talent management, which includes talent acquisition, which is a fancy term for recruiting, as well as learning and development. So happy to offer that one-on-one -on -one coaching and instruction again on resume review and strategizing for finding your next job. So, so these good. are a couple of the resources that 
we want to provide to the listeners out there. It doesn't have to just be a dad. It could be wives. It could be friends. You know, this is not gender specific. So. Or better yet, if you're looking for a particular job, let us know. We're connectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, we as, are connectors. And just to our listeners out there, Adam D., I think, is like a mayor. Uh, he knows everybody. Uh, you'll see the connection that he has in terms of our guest today. Adam D., I think you literally know, I think, 5,000 people in your, I mean, it's incredible um, how you know so many people. So let's do this, Coach. Um, we have an email. Contact us at badtothedad.com. What is it, Coach? Contact us at badtothedad.com. Contact us at badtothedad.com. So if any of our listeners want to take advantage of any of these services that Randy is providing, that uh, me, Adam D., is providing, please hit us up at contact us at badtothedad.com. We, we also want to give a shout out to Tap Into It. Oh, right? yeah, of course. Yeah. Shout out to Tap Into It. Well, that's tapinto.net. We want to thank Jessica and Danielle for providing us with a platform to advertise each and every podcast of Bad to the Dad. And you will see uh, some pictures. I had uh, helped my, uh, my son uh, Aiden take some, some pictures uh, of us over Zoom uh, here in the cave while that broadcast is going on. And, you know, I think that'll give us another opportunity to PSA, social distancing and hand washing as well. So that's well, and we also, I, and in my feed, we had uh, Bowie McBooerson come up in my feed a couple times this week mm-hmm. from Tap Into It. Uh, and uh, speaking of contact us at Bad to the Dad, mm-hmm. uh, we have an email section now of our, uh, of our show. And... Uh, we actually but got an email this we week. Got a, we in got spite email. Of all the hoo-ha that's going yes. on, somebody uh, took the time to email us. Well, I got to tell you, it's it's not it's not one of our most common emails. Uh, of course, it says, uh, uh, "Coach Randy Adam D, uh, dear Coach Randy Adam D, new to the show, great podcast. Quick question: boxers, boxer briefs, or tidy whities? Asking <laughs> for a friend, Julia." Um, so email listener, supposedly so email asking, asking for a friend, Julia, I'm not sure mm-hmm. her friend might be, but uh, she's curious. So what do you, what do you go with Adam D? Well, first of all, I hope Julia is actually a woman and not like one of these, you know, 55 year old guys living in, in his mother's basement, like who goes to chat rooms and tries oh, to us out. All right. Yes. Okay. So I can, I, I'm going to go with the fact that this is a, a a wife or a mom. Yeah, I think this is I think this is legit, and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna default to truth as we're gonna default. This, this is a mom, and that uh, maybe mm-hmm. she's been at home for a long time, and now she has to see her her spouse or her husband, and maybe they're walking around much more in their their undergarments, scratching mm-hmm. certain parts of their body, and okay. it might be so okay. so, yeah. so so so. What, what, boxers, well, she's putting boxers. an order. She's putting an order in on Amazon, and needs yes. to so, buy a lot of new underwear. Again, she's asking for a friend, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go first. Boxers, boxer, brief, tidy whities, or do you wear some other kind of a combination mesh bikini when possible? You know. Uh, well, thank you for that. All those suggestions that I wasn't aware of before we did this podcast. But I, I keep it simple. I'm a boxer guy. Yeah. Um, I need breathability. I don't also don't like the tightness around my waist of a uh, super elastic waistband. Okay. Um, boxers just uh, seem to get the job. And even like when I. When I play uh, sports like basketball, you know, I like to play basketball in the rec league. Yes. Um, I, I go boxers. Uh-huh. Um, I think I've tried boxer briefs a time or two and they were fine. Uh, sometimes when I swim, I'll have that extra layer of, I don't even know why I'm telling you, people really don't care. I love but the visual. I love the visual. Yeah. When, I, when I swim, if uh, I don't have the bathing suit with the elastic inside, right, the yeah. netting, yeah. I'll go with a swim short that... Um, you know, need, needs a buffer zone and that buffer zone will be a boxer brief. 
All right. I think, right. I think you taught me. I think you taught I, me. I did. No, I was going to say, yeah. I, I, I did teach you that because I'm a, I, I wear board shorts. I don't wear those swimsuits. I can't stand mm-hmm. those, uh, right. that, 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 that mesh that because, uh, so it sounds to me, you like your boys to hang free, wobble to and fro without any kind of restrictions. Mm-hmm. I happen to like boxer briefs. Mm-hmm. I believe that I like the, the cushion and the uh, conforming of my body to maintain a sense of uh, comfort, if you will, that yeah. when they kind of dangle back and forth, it's a little bit difficult, a little chafing goes on. But so for me, I do the boxer brief. Julia um, did not ask what happens below the belt. She just said, <laughs> what is your choice underwear? Well, I, I figure you need to add some commentary as to why I choose what I choose. Uh, okay. um, so this way, if she needs any kind of direction for her friend in terms of you know what we use, um, they might go say, well, listen, Adam D uses boxers because he likes the freedom of going on that, that allows for airflow. Uh, whereas Coach Randy, he enjoys the, the comfort of the boxer brief that kind of holds the boys intact and wears board shorts. Uh, my guess is that it's certainly possible um, that her husband wears the old school kind of tidy whities yeah. and and if they're white, that, that could be a possible. I'm just, I'm just saying. So yeah, that, you're, you're conjecturing, you're conjecturing. Yes. Uh, but it's so good to have that kind of advice. So Julia, we hope that we helped you. We hope that we help. Wink, wink, your friend. Yes, your friend, and they make the best underwear selection choice for them. We're bad to the dad. Bad to the Dead with Coach Randy and Adam D. The song that you just heard was Carl Brister's Turning Point off the album Love, Life Plus Love Equals. And I have to tell you, that is, that is my favorite Carl Brister jam. Of course, you can hear the whole Carl Brister catalog wherever you download your music, Apple, Spotify, or any of the platforms that host music. We are very, very excited to have Carl Brister on our program, uh, doing things a little differently. This is our first official Zoom at Bad to the Dad because we are trying to flatten the curve and keep up that six foot social distancing. Carl, amazing to have you on. I know we've been talking about this for a while. It's great to finally have you on the program. Hey man, thanks. Yeah, welcome to the show, Carl. Welcome to the show. Thanks, thanks guys. I'd give you a fist bump, but it's not going to happen. I, it's a virtual right there. Boom. Virtual. Right. Yeah. virtual. Well, Carl's yeah. a hugger, and I'm, like, squeezing the screen right now. I'm afraid I'm going to do damage, so I'm just going to back up. But, gotcha. uh, Carl, Carl, it's all about COVID. We know you're, you're a great many things. You're a musician. You're a songwriter. You are an event organizer, and you're a teacher. So I have to imagine on all those levels, you are highly affected by 
COVID and what you can and you can't do. How's this affecting you and your family? Yo, I mean, it's, it's affecting everybody. It's like everybody in the entire world is adjusting, you know? Um, for me, as an um, as educator, I, I'm a math coach, instructional coach, so we're figuring it out, you know, how, how to navigate so that teachers can engage with their students uh, virtually or, you know, online, but also um, one of the things that I'm thinking through is how can I help parents? Because dads, moms, now you are the, the sub, you know, you're the teacher now. And um, there's a lot of crazy questions around what that means and how to make sure their kids are getting what they need. And people are freaking out because they're like, I don't know this math. Mm -hmm. or, you know, so I'm, I'm working through ways to help parents on my own as an educator. So, so Carl, let, let's go back to kind of how you got into music, because I know so much of your music is about hope and inspiration and creating more of an uplifting message rather than sort of, you know, criticizing everything that's going on in the world. Tell us how you got into music and how you decided that is kind of the premise that you wanted to work with as a musician. So, you know, a cool thing about it is my dad was my inspiration. So you know, bad to the dad. That yeah. was my, my bad to the dad, right? So my dad was like the first hip hop artist I ever met. He was the first funk um, musician I ever met. He was a guitarist. Um, the first time I ever was in a recording studio was with my dad. Um, and so I think that passed down through me. And then I just, it just became my, it's my passion. It's just what I do is everything that I do translates through music, even even math. Everything comes even back math. to a musical way to present it. Even math. Yeah. So like I teach, you know, fractions, like mixed numbers. You know, when you turn a mixed number into an improper fraction, take the whole times the bottom plus the top. Mm -hmm. And then kids were like, oh, wow, we got it. You know, so oh, yeah. that is very clever. It's a jingle. There you it's go. It's a jingle to help to remember. It is that is tactile learning at its best. You know, coach, if I had that kind of technique, I'd love when math. I was learning math, I, I would not have been put in special math. Absolutely. I would love math. <laughs> I would I would be singing math. That's why that's probably how I'd wash my hand right now. I mean, that is actually a great hand washing song mm -hmm. that you just shared. And I would learn math at the same time. There you go. There you go. You have clean hands, then you get an A. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are catching on. They respond to, you know, using yeah. using tunes. Mm -hmm. They do. They do. Um, and then they see that I'm an artist. They see my videos um, out there. They see me on TV. And it inspires them not only, you know, to do their math, but to go for their dreams. I'm curious to know, uh, just to segue back to your music, what is your muse? What is it, where do you get your inspiration? And at which point did you know you wanted to be a musician and kind of uh, put together music like that? I, I've known since I was five. I mean, all my life I've known that I've wanted to sing and that I've wanted to write music that made a difference. I don't know how, um, as a kid, You know, people like Stevie Wonder, 
um, people who use their music were in all aspects of people's life. Like he wrote Happy Birthday. He did a remake of Happy Birthday. Mm -hmm. And then yet yeah, he, he's done things that have resulted in national holidays. Mm -hmm. So I've just always been sensitive to um, helping people and a lover of music. I've always loved to sing. I've always loved to perform. Um, it's just always been who I am. If you don't mind, walk me through the process about how do you come up with the idea to write this song? Artists are, are sponges. If you think of us like that, we're sponges. Everything around us gets absorbed. It can be a sound that we hear in nature. You'll hear that in the rhythm track of of a, of a beat. Um, a headline that's happening somehow works its way into a chorus or a hook. Um, a, a relationship that we've gone through, an experience of, um, of love, intimacy, whatever, we express it in a song or, or through our art, painting, whatever. We are sponges and, and the same way that a sponge absorbs life, it also expels it. And the way that it comes out for me is through music. Mm -hmm. It's through, so L-O-V-E honestly was written during a time when there was a lot of social uprising, um, police brutality, um, Eric Garner, mm -hmm. uh, Mike Brown, mm -hmm. The, the police who were shot in Houston with the retaliation shootings. Um, there was so much going on and so many visuals that were happening. I felt like people were not operating in love for one another as just human beings. And that the missing piece of all of us relating to one another, regardless of our race or culture or background, um, preferences, was that we're one, we, we all bleed red. We're all human beings created by God. And before we could get to a solution, we had to come to a place of respect and love for one another. Mm. And that's where this song came from, L-O-V-E. And it just sort of morphed into something that even resonates at this moment, that we're dealing with COVID-19 and instead of loving one another and making sure everyone has enough, many people are hoarding resources, not allowing our elderly to be taken care of first. Um, but then when you step back from it and you see that we're all connected and, we, and through love, you'll see the generosity of these restaurants that are providing free, free meals and and other, uh, there's a, an artist, Lecrae, who's providing free wash basins for the homeless so that they can wash their hands. I mean, there's acts of love happening and we just need more of that, more love. And that's how we get through times like this. Then that's where the inspiration for L-O-V-E comes from. So that's do great. you write the lyrics first? Or do you lay the tracks, the music down and follow? I'm just curious to know that kind of writing process, how you combine the instrumentals with the lyrics. It happens um, both ways. Um, 
for L-O-V-E, the music, I had the lyrics first and then the music sort of married to it. Okay. Um, for Turning Point, I had the lyrics first and the producers came with the music. So it's sort of kind of just, it happens in many different ways. Okay. Sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll be like at a keyboard. Now you're at a keyboard right now, right? Yeah. So sometimes, let's see if this thing works here. It's a little butt up there, it's called power. <laughs> Thank you, man. <laughs> so like, can you hear it? Oh, we can hear it, brother. Yeah, sounds pretty. Sometimes I'll just be sitting at the keyboard and I'll think about a situation and I'll have some chords and they'll just sort of kind of say they're saying this or they're saying that. So like this song um, is called Pray For Me and there was a kid that I knew yeah. that was going through a really hard time. And then these chords just came and then the song came. So give us a little taste. All right. Love, I don't need no sympathy, no well-intended philosophy what I really need I need for you pray no horoscope can help me no thank you for your home remedy but if you don't mind I need Pray, hey, 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 pray for me, pray for me, when I'm in need, just pray. And that was all from a conversation from this guy. And it just became the song. So it, the inspirations happens many ways. Yes, Randy. I is love saying, musicians. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Yeah. That's something we I, haven't done on on Bad to the Dead. We haven't had sort of like a live. You see this? Those are called Those are called goosebumps. Oh, you is that what that is? I was going to have you go to the dermatologist yeah. coach yeah. And, <laughs> and get that checked out. But. No, but you can't fake right. goosebumps, man. Carl, that was awesome. Yeah, uh, man. And thanks for taking Randy's bait. Um, yes, you know we, we weren't sure if we we're going to force you into being a live musician, but why don't why don't we do this? Um, we, we'd love to hear L O V E. So let's mm -hmm. let's play the new single L O V E, which I think is you know more pertinent and relevant than uh, it, it's ever been. And then we'll come back and we'll learn a little bit about Carl's family. This is L O V E by Carl Brister on Bad to the Dad. I've got a question, but I ain't got the answer. So maybe you can help a brother out if you like. Like, why can't we just love each other? You're my sister, you're my brother. Can we find a way to figure this love thing out? What the world needs, what the world needs, 
to the dad the single you just heard was l-o-v-e that's carl brister's latest tune um you know amazing work carl and Thank you, man. you know I, I think we had the advantage of hearing kind of what what goes in what goes into the pot right and then gets stirred and then ultimately becomes music so i mean we had we had the luxury of uh of hearing um really really the the, the background of it all sort of the workshop of, of how that song came to be yeah really good stuff and wish you great luck on that tune Thanks, bro. Um, the official release date for that um, is April 24th. And so an exclusive right here. We, we, we scooped everybody. Scoop. You heard it. <laughs> and, live. Uh, I got to shout out. Um, when you say cooked it up in a pot, the, the actual producer of that track, his nickname is Chef. And his name is Steve Walker. And I, I do want to shout him out because um, that was a collaborative effort that... Um, really became something really beautiful and I, I can't wait for the world to hear it um as it when when it's released well we will do our part to ensure that uh hopefully not just hundreds not just thousands but tens of thousands people uh can listen to it out and most importantly download it uh so you get paid okay, get, getting back to the kids so tell us a little bit about your family i know you got the two great boys j and j justin jordan um what do, what do you like to do with them Oh man, so those are my two dudes, you know. <laughs> I I I love I love fatherhood. It's been a blast. Um we hang out, we bike ride together, we 
do martial arts together. Um, we, I study with them. Since I'm a you know an educator, mm-hmm. they uh, they get it. You know, probably yeah, more yeah. than a lot of kids. Yeah, they they get it all right. Yeah. They get it. <laughs> they do. But um, so I mean, we hang out at the beach in the summer times. We have nice nice father son days out. Um, we hang out in man in the city. So yeah, hey, Carla, you're, are your kids into music too? Absolutely, man. Um, yeah. Uh, they both are musicians. Justin plays the trumpet. He's in jazz and honor band. Um, well, he was in honor band last year. He's in jazz band this year. Yeah. And Jordan plays three instruments. He plays wow. the baritone sax. He plays the clarinet. And he wow. plays piano. And he plays all three fluently. So mm. are they formally trained through lessons? Or did they learn how to just play on their own uh, by, by ear and stuff like that? Um, well, I want to shout out West Orange uh, Music Program for the district. Uh, they are they were trained through them, but then uh, Jordan he has additional training through Vienna School of Music, which is also oh, here yeah. in West Orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are both trained musicians, uh, and and then of course Dad, you know, I work with them as well. So they, they, and they've performed with me and I've performed with them at their talent shows and they've been performing for quite some time. Coach, let's do a little bit of dad advice. Um, you know, one of our favorite segments, uh, kind of the way we bring it home, Carl, is we ask parents, uh, actually ask dads, because dads are really our, our, our only guests, for, for dad advice. And you could take this any way you want, but what is some advice that you would have for dads out there, either dads dealing with COVID, dads who are now at home having to teach their kids, or just just in general, just 50,000 foot dad advice, what would you go with? Man, that's, um, and I'm giving you a lot of options there. So if you want to narrow it down, I, I can appreciate that. Or you could take answer one, answer two, answer three. <laughs> All right, well, so I think it's important to be present. I think you can be at home and, you know, we're working from home and you can sort of not be present. Mm-hmm. I think this is a major opportunity for dads to um, connect with their their families. I, I, and walking around, I've seen a lot of dads um, outside playing touch football or, or I saw someone playing uh, walking with their kids, riding bikes with their kids. Like, this is a great opportunity to sort of kind of reconnect um, and give them an appreciation for you and you get an appreciation for them. And so don't quarantine yourself off from your family. Just quarantine yourself off from from the, the outside world. Make this a time where you can connect with your, your family. Um, I think that would be the biggest thing is to, to be be present. And I think it's okay for dads to say, I don't know. Like my kid asked me some question about COVID-19 or what's going to happen here, or what's going to happen there. And my best answer was, I don't know yet. But I know we're going to get through it. But I don't know that answer yet. We've never dealt with this before. 
I will get back to you when I have an answer. Hmm. I think it's okay for Daz to say, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Carl Brister tying it all together. And we really appreciate him being on Bad to the Dad. Remember, uh, go to wherever you download music, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, and find the Carl Brister playlist because I think, you know, in these, in these troubled times, you turn that on, you keep it streaming. I think you're going to find some great messages, not just great music, but great messages that are going to keep you going, keep you inspired. And I think you're just really going to enjoy the music. This is music that's just great to, to have on in the background. Yeah, coach. Do you have a uh, website, Carl, that people mm-hmm. could go to to learn more about you and maybe even get some some stuff from you directly? Yes, sir. Um, they could go to carlbrister.com. Simple. And from there, you can get to all of my social media handles. So go to carlbrister.com and everything else, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can reach from there. Carl Brister, thank you again. We wish you nothing but the best of luck with the music and, of course, with everything that you're doing in education. It's uh, an unusual time. I'm sure people will be writing books about it. You will be writing songs about it. We thank you so much for being on Bad to the Dead. Thank you, man. This has been great, Um, and I appreciate you guys having me. Thanks a lot. Anytime. We will certainly have to do it again. We are Bad to the Dead. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dad, the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life, whether that's in quarantine or whether that's out in the field somewhere doing whatever dads like to do. Remember, we are on social media because if you're not on social media, are you anything at all? Instagram, it's at Bad to the Dad, Facebook forward slash Bad to the Dad. And of course, we have a website called badtothedad.com. It's as easy as that. And you can email us now with the address contact us at badtothedad.com. Again, that's contact us at badtothedad.com. Musically themed show. We appreciate the fact that music- musicians have to adjust, especially musician dads have to adjust in this kooky, crazy time known as COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus. And our recurring guest is no different. He is our good friend, Jason Gianni, touring drummer, wildly fabulous musician. He's back on Bad to the Dad. Hello, Jason. Great to see you again. Good morning. Happy Sunday. Great to see you guys. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on again. Great to have you back. So Jason, you've you've been on the show, so you've already given us dad advice. So now we like to play a game with recurring guests called Three on the Spot Questions with Dad, and we'll call this Drummer's Edition. Okay. All right, so here we go. Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. Doesn't matter if you're ready or not. I'm going to ask the questions anyway. Okay. Okay, question number one. Okay. All right. If you could be the drummer with any currently performing band, what band would that be? Uh, okay, now you guys told me to answer quickly, so I'm going to try to answer quickly here. <laughs> um, uh, uh, <laughs> well, the pro- one of the problems is that the music business is so different these days. And yeah. I think if you asked me this about 10 or 15 years ago, I would have had a very uh, a quicker answer. Um, but uh, I'll tell you, you know... Um, I, I, I always kind of sort of fall back into the combination of my studies 
answer, which is everything that's sort of orchestral and everything that's, you know, um, uh, sort of modern rock or, you know, whatever that sort of thing is. And uh, I, I would love to be in, involved in a band that, um, like, it's so funny. This is not the answer. But I remember a couple uh, years ago, I used to uh, follow what Yanni was doing. If you guys remember that, yeah, and new the, age music. Yeah, the new, not so much new age, but the the, the combination of the modern thing with orchestral, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like a symphony. So probably I would say something like, so I don't might not I might not have an answer like a specific band, but something that would involve like a great rock uh, band with a big orchestra behind it, you know, or taking the music that they've done and arrange it for orchestra and have something huge behind it with a choral and that kind of thing. I just love hmm. the big, the big uh, ensemble type of aspect like that. I'm sorry I don't have an individual answer, but something to that effect. Does that no, answer I mean, your question? Some well, it, it is on the spot question. So, you know, you, yeah. you get what you get. You of can't course, go you wrong. Know. There are no mistakes. Uh, yeah. and, and I said, look, it had to be a current band. I know uh, you and I are still mourning the death of, of Neil Peart from, yeah. from Rush, which oh, is, and, and Jason, I have to thank you. You were, you were the guy who really got me in earnest into Rush. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, we were I remember. Band together, and, and and we were you know talking about our favorite albums and, yeah. and favorite songs. And he would say, you know, if you like that, you got to listen to this. So he really right. got me into the, the Rush catalog. So thank yeah. you for that, Jason. Oh, you're certainly welcome. That's still going on today. Yeah, you're certainly welcome. Question number two: You are on a deserted island. You can only have one piece of percussion and one piece of percussion only. Percussion is that. Uh, well, does drum set count as percussion? Or <laughs> no, no, talking? it has to be one, <laughs> one piece. But you can have the drumsticks. You, you, you can have the mallets or the drumsticks, but it has to be only one thing to pound on. <laughs> um, wow. Um, great question. Um, it wouldn't be anything directly with my hands because if uh, if any drummers are listening, they know that sometimes drum set players and hand percussionists are very different. So, for instance, I have studied and know all the rhythms. I, I have a very big background in Afro-Cuban percussion uh, and Afro-Cuban um, uh, styles and, and that sort of thing. But I am the world's worst conga player in the world. If I hit the drums, I literally start crying because it hurts so bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so something that would probably utilize my hands like uh i don't know uh let's say a kabasa the one that you shake and, and uh -huh. turn like this you know because you make all these different sounds out of it so let's go with that one you know i think it's a quick i was hoping for cowbell but i can appreciate you know, you know what i do you know i'll tell you what let me change my answer uh, randy uh, uh, <laughs> coach randy inspired me here so i'm gonna say cowbell because i have a shirt that says more cowbell there so you I'd go be, i'd be able to wear the shirt and play the cowbell there you exactly. go exactly <laughs> Because you always need more cowbell. Yeah. Of, course, of course. Either way, a cowbell or a kibasa can, can keep you busy. Do we, yes. do, we have, do we have a second for like a 30-second story? Of course. Why not? Oh, yeah. We, got, we have uh, nothing but time now. Yeah, that, that, I'm that, not going anywhere. That, that, that's, a great, that's a great point. Okay, so one of my, my – my, uh, I, I teach predominantly college-age students. I'm in three, three schools. And, uh, but one of in, – in the Drummers Collect where I teach in New York City, one of my hobbyists is a guy by the name of Ken Amon. Ken is a very high executive at NBC, and he's the second-in-line producer to Lauren Michaels at SNL. Oh wow! So we've been there very many times. We've gone to the show many times. He's given us like major tours of, of SNL, uh, the ins, the outs, every little room and everything. So the first tour we were on, uh, when you walk into the main studios, you look ahead and the stage is directly there. And some of the 
uh, skip rooms are off to the right, and another room, the live room, is off to the left, where all the bands play. And right off to the left of that is a tiny little side area that they could dress up as a live room. And um, it's, it's just a tiny little pit area. And he goes, do you recognize where we are? Now, of course, there were no background. There, were no, there was nothing in there. And it, it, I'm just looking around. Going, I don't know. He goes, you're standing right, right at the right, at the right spot where Will Ferrell said more cowbell. I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That, that's like a holy pilgrimage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like got on my knees. I started bowing. It was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, that was a great story. There you uh, go. Uh, thanks. All right. Question number three, Adam. I'm question sorry. number three. So uh, as you know, and, and this might be a stereotypical question for a musician, but as you know, um, Governor Murphy of New Jersey just um, enacted the order for only essential people to go to work yeah. and for only essential businesses to stay open. And one of those essential businesses is a liquor store. Okay. So um, we already talked about the one piece of percussion. What's the one form of, of liquor or alcohol, or as we call it, daddy medicine that you would have to have in the house? Yeah. If you could only have one. Well, I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm Italian and, uh, actually I'm half Italian, half Jewish. So I got, I got the guilt on both sides of my family. <laughs> uh, but, uh, the, uh, I'm a big fan of like, uh, after, after dinner type drinks, you know, like the Italian after dinner drinks, like a, a good shot of amaretto and coffee, nice ah, okay. Zambuca, um, I'm a big fan of like good, really good limoncello, like really cold frozen limoncello. Uh, so I'd have to say something in that family of a really high end, like desserty kind of, you know, what you could put in drink or after after dinner type shot. Very elegant. I was thinking, you know, maybe like something in an Everclear or in a brown liquor, but you know, we're going well, to Mad the Dog apparent, 2020. The the yeah, yeah, the, yeah, that's if my family drives me crazy. Yeah, a little ripple, a <laughs> little bottle of ripple, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if yeah. this thing continues, we'll, we'll have Jason back on in April and see if we're, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's upgrading or downgrading. That. <laughs> You'd have to tilt. Exactly. Tilt. You have to tilt the camera screen down because I'd be on the floor but, but behind me. Yeah. Uh, it all depends how much how the income's coming in. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll meet yeah. you there. Yeah. So, so, so to that point, you know, the last time we had Jason on, of course, he um, was about to embark on a, a world tour with the Ultimate Queen Experience. And I know that that tour took you to far-flung lands like Australia and Singapore and places like Kentucky. And now, <laughs> we, we were not there, but we were in other areas around there. Other, yes, other remote parts of the United States that people have not heard of. <laughs> All right, that was funny. I'm sorry, that was really funny. Yeah, but uh, but but now you're you're essentially touring your living room and, and walking in circles, kind of like exactly. Coach Randy and I. So yes. Yeah, as a musician, how how is COVID nineteen affecting you as far as keeping you busy, but also income? Well, uh, as a side note, I actually uh, parted ways with the, the with the Queen band uh, a couple months before this um, outbreak came out, and uh, uh, and that's okay. That's a, it was sort of a, a, a you know we go this way, we go that way kind of decisions, and that happens in the music business often. Uh, but I had three great years, uh, like you said, touring the world, hitting some incredible spots around the world, finding places and seeing places I never thought I'd ever be a part of, which is incredible. Um, and now, uh, yeah, things have changed greatly. Um, you know, um, I'm not saying that I prepared for this because by no means I did, but um, you know, one of the things that I have been doing since I was a kid was trying to sort of have a balanced life as a musician and not necessarily do one thing. And uh, so we're talking performing, um, talking writing uh, uh, articles, writing a book, um, 
uh, uh, you know, the main hub of my career is teaching um, and that sort of thing. So the, the good thing is I'm able to do a lot of different things. I'm able to record from home. Um, like I said, I'm in three schools. So I have a very, very active student base. So right now, as we speak, I'm standing next to my computer. And uh, I don't know if you can... Oh, no, the music's not coming through. But I was going to say I had my keyboard hooked up to my computer. And I'm actually cutting tracks right now for the schools that I work in to, re, uh, to do what's called music minus one, which is you take um, songs... And you uh, eliminate track by track depending on what you play. So if, Adam, you were a uh, guitar player and uh, uh, we record all the tracks, we send the track to you, we uh, eliminate the guitar, and you can play those tracks along with the, oh. uh, with the music. So we're, we're preparing all that right now to, to, to see how much we could get through. Um, in my uh, uh, situation, uh, it depends on... A couple of things. It depends on how many students. A lot of my students are foreigners from other countries. So um, it depends on how many of them have gone home, how many of them are, are continuing to be part of the current semesters and everything that's going on right now. Uh, if we have a decent student base that are still willing to do this online, then it's actually going to work pretty well. Um, if not, then, uh, you know, we're going to have to see how long this lasts for, what we could get through, how we can make, all make it work. But that's kind of what we're doing right now is sort of preparing for the private lesson versus sort of the class and performance type of situation. So you are, uh, I saw on Facebook, you are offering music lessons virtually yeah. to people yeah. out, outside of your normal uh, student body, right? Correct. Your, your normal collegiate and, and, and other academic student body. Right. So it could be, it could be somebody like me who happens to have a drum set in his basement because his, his son is uh, is a drummer. So it, it could be any age and, and any stage, correct? That's correct. Just be kids. Yeah. Is it only is it only drums? Or are you looking for? Are you able to teach other instruments too? Well, I can't. I can't. I can't teach piano. Um, okay. And uh, you know, I should probably probably put, put that up as well. But but uh, I, I'm not really. Um, I'm more. Uh, uh, you know, sort of ready to pull the trigger on the drum stuff just because mm -hmm. the computer's in front of the drum set. Actually, sure. stupid me, I was going to actually move this downstairs um, uh, and put it in front of my drum set uh, to have more of an ambiance. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm all set up for this tracking mm -hmm. thing up in my office right now, so I haven't moved it. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, you know, I could teach piano if that was the case. But right now, it's it's the drums. drums and, okay. uh, you know, I, the... the um, I don't even know really what my point of putting that up was outside of uh, sort of letting people know that even people who are studying with, with me currently in the schools, uh, for people that I see outside the schools, uh, I was just saying, hey, guys, you know, nothing's going to change them online. And then I realized, oh, well, wait a minute, that's going to probably, uh, you know, pique the interest of people I have not taught yeah. before. And uh, sure enough, I've gotten a couple of inquiries about that, too. So we're, uh, we're moving in that direction for a little while. Is there a website or some kind of way people can contact you? Uh, well, you can, um, yeah. All right. So I'll give you a couple places to contact me. So first of all, I am on Facebook under my name, Jason G-I-A-N-N-I Gianni. Um, I unfortunately have something like 5,000 friends. So it might be one of those things. If you send me a message, it'll be in the, uh, message request area. Um, but I will answer. Uh, and my email is Jason at drummersbible.com. That's all one word, D-R-U-M-M-E-R-S-B-I-B-L-E.com. And uh, you can reach me there. And uh, yeah, we'll get it going. Yeah. Jason Gianni, I'm bad to the dad. Thanks so much. And best of luck with everything. Stay feel, healthy out there. Feel, feel healthy, guys. It's so great to see you. Thank you guys for having me on again. And we will talk again.
Our pleasure. We are bad to the dead. All right, guys. Have a good one. We are bad to the dead with Coach Randy and Adam D doing the Zoom thing. You probably don't even notice that it, 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 we're doing the Zoom thing here, but we are doing our part to flatten the curve, exercising social distance, uh, still seeing each other via screen. Maybe, maybe that's better. You know, maybe that uh, that lack of contact between maybe Randy and I needed to be separated over the course of the last <laughs> we couple a, weeks. Yeah, we need a break. I think I'm driving you crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. And I was I was really looking forward to uh, to this Sunday morning. We record yeah. you know early Sunday mornings, and yes. I was very much looking forward to this. But if you want to see uh, how this all played out, social media at Bad to the Dad on Instagram, of course our website badtothedad.com, uh, and you can contact us at contact us at badtothedad.com. With your questions, they could be about underwear. They could be about how we're faring, especially with the homeschooling coming up, um, with uh, COVID-19 kind of raging. More cases, I understand, over 1,300 in New Jersey and climbing. So, so we're really in the thick of it and, and doing the best we can. But, you know, we strive to deliver, and we do not want to give up on on the Bad to the Dead podcast. No, our, our, numbers, our numbers keep shooting up. I mean, I'd yep. imagine... A lot of dads listen to this while they're uh, in their car, their commute, and mm-hmm. I'd imagine many commutes are maybe 30 seconds or less now, uh, but mm-hmm. it's really something they can listen to over the course of the day as they're working home and give them a break and say, listen, this is my time. I'm bad to the dad. I need some dad time to listen to my boys, Coach yep. Randy and Adam D. Something a little different. Speaking of our boys, we want to thank uh, two of our fellow dads today. One, of course, was Carl Brister, R&B, gospel artist. I tell you, that L-O-V-E song, I, I think that's going to oh, blow up. Um, the- so not just not just a great tune, but yeah. just, uh, wow! Talk about a perfect song for our times. Well, and then on top of it, I'm so glad. Remember, I had asked him prior to our uh, meeting interview that I was I was hoping he'd play, and yeah, of course, you, you know, got him you know, to do it. A little reluctant, but uh, I, I love when we have. I'm so pleased that he was able to uh, let down that whatever potential original. I don't think so. To okay, I'll jump into it mm-hmm. uh, because I know that uh, for our listeners. He did a, a Facebook Live, an Instagram Live of it. Yeah. Uh, so it, we've never done that before on our show. Uh, so we'll, we'll give you the information and link in terms of how to watch it live if you're interested on his part. Uh, but it was really neat uh, to watch him play, get about his inspiration, what he does with his kids, uh, and that he does. He's a math, uh, a math coach. Um, and then, of course, Jason Gianni, man. Uh, Jason Johnny, you know, our, our, our old brother here. And, uh, you know, what's good is that he, he's also a teacher. So fortunately, this era needs teachers in all different subjects, including music. So I'm glad that, that he's still yeah. working even on the virtual platforms and offering the virtual lessons to yeah. folks who may have always wanted to get into drumming or are drummers, but need a little bit more instruction. It sounds like he's got a great plan for getting people up and running with those virtual lessons. So we wish both Carl and Jason the best of luck. It was a privilege to have them on and, and make this kind of a musical theme show in, in light of all the other nonsense that's happening. You know, as we were talking, I don't remember, uh, I'm not sure, I remember, I don't know if you remember uh, the old Certs commercial. Remember Certs? Oh yeah, the old mints. Yeah, I don't think they, they make those anymore, but they used to have a commercial, two, two, two mints in one, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, two, two, Two guests in one. <laughs> yeah, two musicians in one. Yeah. Yeah. So, listen, you know, we're going to say we're, we're still going to have bad to the dad no matter what. But oh, we're doing again, this. 
but 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 COVID obviously has caused a little bit of upheaval in a lot of people's schedules. So we're going to say our tentative guest for next week. So our yes, tentative yes. guest for next week is going to be Tim Capstraw. Um, he's a, a great friend, great basketball mind. He is actually the radio color guy for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, not a lot of basketball being played, and and I think you know, basketball is one of those things that we should be talking about because we would have been right in the heart of March madness. Oh, um, man, if there's yeah. any, any major recreational void that's going on in the Chandler household, that's my last name, by the way, Adam D. Chandler. Um, it, it is basketball. I mean, March madness is one of those events that I live for. I love the fact that it's an elongated event. It's not just a one game championship, but it's a, a, a three week happening. And of course, you have the brackets and the conversations and the parties and all that. That's gone. So, you know, Tim is going to help us fill the basketball void. If we can't play and watch basketball, at least we can talk about it. Well, I know that uh, not all of our listeners, but a lot of dads uh, follow sports. Uh, and March and April, for me, between March Madness, you have spring training with baseball. You got mm-hmm. NBA picking up, uh, NHL. Uh, it's also remarkable how much we all rely and identify our lives through sports. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's no sports going on and uh, it's forcing uh, many dads to either have to go back and watch old games, which are kind of fun, but then have to find new elements to engage our spouses. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or or go watch a sports movie. Aiden and I watched uh, remember the Titans, which is, Oh, that's a good one. Now Denzel Washington. Yes. So a uh, great, great show with some great messages. All right. Just do what you can to fill the void. But sp- but speaking Disney Plus, did you watch Frozen 2? No, but I have to tell you, I, I give praise to to Disney for fronting Frozen 2 on the yeah. on the app now. I, yeah. I saw it in the movie theater, but I just didn't bother to watch it while it was loaded on the app. But I also give Disney a lot of credit for taking their new Pixar yeah. uh, production onward. Yeah. And launching it on Amazon. You do have to pay for it. It's about 20 bucks. But think about it. That's what you would have been paying in a movie. Well, right? well, well, unless you get unless you get Disney Plus anyhow, because you're a Verizon watcher and you're, yeah. you're Verizon wireless. I get it for free for the next year. So yeah. we uh, we sat down. We, we watched Frozen 2. Yeah, I'm glad you did. And and then onward again on Amazon. Um, a yeah. lot better than, than the critics said it was. And a great family movie because yes. the whole, whole plot line is about families so i don't want to give too much of it away but go check it out i think you'll enjoy it and folks just stay safe out there yeah and well, try to, try I, to I, stay I, inside and if you're going to go outside you know keep a respectful distance coach great to see you even if there's a screen in between us yes we are going to keep it going we're going to be back with uh as vanilla ice says another invention of bad <laughs> to the dad next week uh, a COVID friendly bad to the dad. So we can keep up the social distancing, keep zoom in business. Their stock must be rising, yep. but we are bad to the dad. Dad, stay healthy, keep a safe distance and have a great week.